Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Pudding Boys. Pudding Boys. Pudding Boys. Pudding Boys. Podcast. Is that Land of Hope and Glory? I think so. It's the one H like hums or sings as she carries around various like Queen related ta- not the band. I find it very strange that your wife is so into the royals. I think, I think she just thinks the queen is really cute. It's very <laughs> I think strange. She just really likes the queen. It's very. It's it's odd to me. I don't think I've ever known anyone that's actually cared either way. Yeah, I think it, I think it is that she's just like got a bit of a soft spot for Liz. Right, welcome back to Pudding Boys, <laughs> the podcast about everything and nothing. Every week we ramble on about something nerdy, review and rate a classic album in Numbers of the Beast, and finally discuss and sample a pudding from around the globe in Pudding of the Week. I'm Bloor. I'm Naylor. And we are the Pudding Boys. I thought for a minute you said race a classic album, then I was going to say I'm not trying to keep up with this. <laughs> yeah, put it on the turntable and run. <laughs> <laughs> run. Nobody's running to Megan. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? You could. Oh, if you, you had a cardio fast. heavy gym session. Sonic is running to Megadeth. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but Sonic. I think I'm running to, like, I don't know, Paul Bearer or Conan or something. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I was going to say, I'm running to Wall Heaven Wet. <laughs> candle Mast. Doom dancing I'm, across the I'm, field. I run like I'm listening to Candle Mast. <laughs> Arms and legs everywhere. Man. Candle Mast. Messiah. That's, yeah. That's, That's a good time. This podcast is insanely niche, but I don't think we are niche enough to do Numbers of the Beast on Candlemas. <laughs> no. It's I think too obscure. It, There's still 50 other bands that are more recognisable that need to be done first. Not lot. that like, not that Candlemas is an underground band. Someone somewhere is going to listen to this and think, ah, mainstream plebs. Yeah, yeah. He, he, but you're not buying a Candlemas shirt from like... Asda HMB, in yeah. The, uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's not going to pop up in Asda. Yeah, you're not filtering past Guns N' Roses and maybe Def Leppard to Ooh. get to Candlemas. Yeah, that's just not going to happen. Shame, really. Now, the 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 rambling at the start this week, we've got, we got two things we need to talk about. The first thing that I think we need to talk about, we need to have a discussion about this, is you've been playing guitar for about two weeks now. Well, no, and how many guitars have you bought? Let's be real clear about this. I've you been playing you bought your first guitar last week. 18 years. With no, a... incorrect. You played it for five years and then went to bed and now you're playing it again. <laughs> yeah, there's another one. Do you know what? They are They are silly good fun. So, the, But you've come to say you've got two of got, the same guitar. Yeah, different colours. So Kramer, those of us that are of a guitar kind of bent will remember Kramer. They were the big 80s like they came through with like van halen and that kind of thing you know the big long banana which we'll talk about later shaped headstocks like oh, super right. strats angled pickups floyd rose trems those of us that play guitar look at kramer and think that guy can probably play the, eruption the I've, thinner like the standard guitar look but like thinner than a strat yeah and a bit more for, sleek for your reference the gunslingers the beast yeah. of its gunslinger is a super strat so it's Oh, is that Slight, what the shape is called? A super strat? Super strat. It's basically a strat, slightly less rounded. Yeah. Um, it's a heavy metal strat. Yes. It's, you're it's into a shred metal. strat. Yeah. You're, more, you're probably more into guitar 
the metal. You're probably not going off and listening to like Conan or something. No. You're listening to stuff like Satriani Vi, Van Halen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it had a long break. Um, Ended up, weirdly enough, the last guitar I had after we finished band Mm. and I realised that Flying V was fairly impractical for sitting down. And do you know what? As as older as I get, the Flying V loses its best shape i'll die on this no one. i think you've gone for the the best shape i think the super strat is best Flying shape. V is oh wait no it's not stage guitar thunderbird slash firebird is cool no, shape. yeah it is very cool it's very cool but you look like you'd have one of those thin mustaches and twiddle the ends yeah Do i think know? you v no, let's let's put it this way wyketh's playing a v that's true kai's playing a v yeah sasha is very very good at guitar so he can get away with silly shape but I feel like Thunderbird and Firebird, Rat because it's the same place. shape, isn't it, for the two of them? Ish. It looks like, it's close yeah, enough. Close I, I feel like you could go metal band or heavy rock the band. The like um, Mastodon. Foo Fighters um, and Mastodon have Thunderbirds. Bill has like yeah. a, yeah, it's called a Sparrow Hawk or something. Really Ooh. nice shape, really expensive. Yeah, well, yeah, anyway, so but, he's, he's funded it by selling all of his other guitars yeah, yeah. on <laughs> eBay. And, uh, the amount of times What's I've it called? Them. I can't remember what it's called, like their garage sale, which is just him it's selling just his him tat. selling all of his old Gibsons. Yeah, for and signing Gibson. it to sell it for a bit more. <laughs> yeah, he'll play it on the guitar lesson that you've paid him for, and then something he'll sell like it to you. Sasquatch shop or something. It's not the pumpkin store. No. Um, so yeah, yeah basically, sorry. I've ended up with this, like, it's, it was an Ivan, I can't remember what the band was off the top of my head. It's one of these kind of core-ish bands, I think. Yeah. Um, it was a signature. I bought it basically. It was fairly comfortable when I went into a guitar shop and had a bit of a play on it. Yeah. Didn't realise it was a signature until I like Googled it afterwards. And it was some screamo band. Basically. Yeah. But they stopped making them. So I sold it on eBay thinking, okay, I don't really, you know, I don't love this thing. I don't really pick it up. And we sat at my folks' house for a couple of years after we moved, unplayed. Anyway, one of our friends started talking about getting into playing guitar as a hobby for this year. Like He, he was talking about, like, can you show me some stuff? And I Why? picked it up again. Do you know what? And this is a PSA for anyone that that ever that anyone that knows us and anyone that ever has the misfortune to meet us. Don't ask us for advice on hobbies. We'll we started this podcast as a bit of a hobby to wean us off of hobbies like video games, Lego. But Warhammer. since then, we've gotten into guitars oh, you- and Warhammer, which is far more, more expensive. Hobby. Than any of our hobbies, we are bad we, financial advisors. Don't come to us for help with hobbies. We get real excitable as well, though. So yeah. if we get new thing, we're yeah. going hard on new thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when when we got into Lego, I started by buying that cube. And now I have a shelf in the game room that is filled with cars and Yeah, that colour is, is worth more than, like emergency used car yeah 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 oh yes yeah in, you, in lego you could buy like that could have been a sensible fund to have to one side but yep. it's not that could have been your old shit fund but instead it looks great behind me while it we're does. doing this podcast so yeah this he, he says okay can you tell me like can you tell me a bit about what i need and like just give me some hints and tips and that kind of thing I always said back in the day I would have made a better guitar tech than a player because yeah. I enjoyed the gear side, as you'll well remember, from the constant conveyor belt of new kit. I can't remember all the things that I had when we were playing bands. Oh, I, yeah. You had new things every week. I look on eBay, see thing, and think, oh, that's quite nice, and then think, 
Oh, oh shit. I, I had one. I remember having. That's blank. insane. Um, so yeah, that addictive personality kicked back in. Kramer, this old American, this old school ish, eighties American like shred brand. Mm. With the 90s and all the new metal kind of stuff and all the pointy guitars and that kind of thing, kind of fell off the radar a little bit. They've come back around, but they've done their cheap version of the Beretta, which was already a really stripped down, like 80s shred kind of guitar. One pickup. It is a super strap. It's a super strap. Loud colours, you know, like I say. Only three colours, though. I think they did a couple of others. I think they've done like stock black and white. Oh, I see. Yeah. This time they did a blue candy blue, it's like a blue sparkle with metallic. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. It's not as noticeable in the flash actually. Oh, which okay, is cool. that's cool. Yeah, uh, a hot red, like a flame red kind of, which cool. fine. Yeah. yeah, I will eventually end up with one. <laughs> Let's be clear about that. Fucking Ivan ooze purple. Yeah, a real pinky purple. Yeah, like it, it when the natural light the hits movie. Oh yeah. Yeah, so they've got me with two. I will end up with all three of them. Fucking Funny boys, I'm back on guitar as well. So I'm still buying Lego and that kind of thing. But I'm still buying trains. Fucking trains. Oh my God. We have too many hobbies. We have too many expensive hobbies. That's the problem. The whole point was that this would be the hobby. This was going to fill the gap when we had no money. It's still doing a good job of that. But it's not done anything to tame the others. If anything, it's given us excuses to do things. Like, oh... I'm going to buy this Lego Mustang, but I'll talk about it on the PB next week, so it's fine. Yeah, for a week of content, guys, we're spending <laughs> hundreds of pounds. Um, yeah, because we do as well. Like we said earlier, we we talk each other up. Yeah, so we, one of us will... we can't discuss anything with each other pre-purchase anymore. No, because we'll just encourage you. It's yeah. not our money, basically, and we yeah. like cool stuff. I so. want... Because I'll benefit from it. Yeah. Well, I only I, I bought one of those Kramers. I've heard, read loads of reviews. If you go on YouTube, hmm. like that, the universal theme is this is stupid for the money. It's, it's 150 I assume pounds. it's like my record player where everyone, even if they're really into records, can they can all come together they're and say, grabbing one. this is very good. Yeah. And if you're new, you should get one of these. They're grabbing one to keep in the room that they don't have the expensive one in. Yeah. That's what is happening with this one. You're getting guys that have got racks of like two, three thousand pound guitars, like yeah. Sirs and Ibanezes and, you know, Charvels and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Original Kramers. They're buying this one just to like knock around the house with. You're buying this for like a lounge guitar, that kind of thing. So they're not going to wipe this one down nah. after every use. No, it's going back in the case a bit moist. Mm. And if they go for a jam session at a mate's house, they'll probably grab this one because it can go in soft case. Yeah. Which is why I bought them. At the end of the day, my logic was, I can't really justify £500 plus guitar for sitting in my office and farting about on. Yeah. Are these going on the wall, by the way? To be confirmed. They do look good. I'm a bit short on wall space. You are very short on wall space. See, I like to have not that much on wall. But you've got you've maximised. It's not a big office though. No, and there's a lot of stuff in there. We've just stuff. I think there's more in your office than there is in this game room. The train set is big. Like it's, it's not big. big for train set, but it's big for size of room. Yeah, it's a good office though. Seeing as you get to sit in there and do work, if yeah. I got to do my job in here, I would be altogether a, a happier person. Yeah, if, my, if my boss ever drifts onto this podcast while we're keeping the <laughs> sort of work from home, hybrid working kind of thing, I ain't going anywhere because I get to sit in my office and enjoy those things being around. They make me more productive. Yeah. 
Well, it's just because you remember why you're working. Yep. You're working yeah. for stuff. <laughs> we are materialistic. We're not good people. Oh, yeah. yeah. We, we, there's, there's no kind of United Colours of Benetton, feed the world, right. live for the day, live for the things. Live for the stuff. <laughs> there's an advert with uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi on it, and he's like, oh, when we die, you're not going to sit there on your deathbed thinking, I wish I'd bought that thing. You're going to be wanting it. He's trying to advertise holidays. Travel. And I'm like, Obi-Wan. I just bought your action figure. Come on. <laughs> I didn't because I don't buy toys anymore. I'm like, well, Lego. I yeah. had a toy collection, but I got rid of it. Yeah, you don't buy things I, that don't require that, assembly. That sounded like I said I don't buy toys anymore, like buying toys is dumb. No, I did buy toys up to relatively recently. <laughs> like, I, I think it's really cool, but it was the easiest hobby for me to cut off because you get no... Hobby time out of it. It's just spending. That's what's done me. Those hobbies have gone by the wayside, and that's why eventually, like, the Pokemon card collection will... Uh, that will be the... If there has to be a chopping block, they will go. Really? They'll go before Warhammer, car, Lego, or video game. It was or the podcast, old, obviously. It was the old justification that me and Dad had. You know, when he, when he bought the Land How Rover, much time are you getting out of it? this fucking thing off. Well done, Dad. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so he rationalised that on, okay, how long is it going to take me to build and take apart? Because um, then for you to build and take apart, I didn't take it apart. No, I did. I took it apart. He did it again. This is the Land Rover, yeah. yeah. So that's been round a couple of times. But, um, yeah, we worked out that per hour, that Land Rover was on less than minimum wage. And now I have nice display piece. Yeah. that This is it. If I can get time out of it. And I, I haven't even played Warhammer 40,000 Kill Team. And I've got four Kill Teams <laughs> under construction. Or three. Hey, uh, Rue is... As I almost said H is building one. That would be weird. Rue is building one. I was going to say, because H has never built up... Her brother, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Her brother Beal. does, does yeah, Warhammer. Gets it, but... But, like, they've already... They pay for themselves. Like it's saying, it seems expensive, especially with all the paints. But we already had them from when we were painting zombie side stuff. You just put more. Yeah, just put more paints. But like, so box of Space Marines, thirty five pounds or whatever. Cheaper if you don't go to Games Workshop, but I do. It's the and experience. This is a fun time. But I'm painting them alone. It's hours and hours and hours, weeks of diddling around with paints. Well, you were telling me about a dude that was buying them as a box with paints, yeah. painting them up to get better, to, yeah. so to train himself, and selling them effectively at cost. Yeah. Um, well, yeah so he not- sold them. Yeah, he was selling like whole kill teams for 150, 200 pounds. Which is basically and kill they were, team plus they were paint good that's painted. On them. Yeah. Yeah, they weren't, they weren't painted by Heavy Metal or, or like. Named. Mis- m- what was his name? Miniac and stuff like that. Yeah. They're not like highbrow paint jobs but they are very good better than most people and some people don't want to paint and all yeah like you say all these charging is basically the layers of paint that's on that yeah not for his time which is tens of hours per yeah but his whole point was to get better at painting so that when he painted his own stuff it was good mm. which i kind of get that's, that that's a good fun way to spend your time mm. Yeah, if you enjoy the painting, that's a very fun way of doing it. Yeah, that's essentially like paying for the petrol and parking to drive up somewhere and have a nice walk for a couple of hours. That's yeah. all you're really doing. Right, we had a second topic for this uh, Nerdy Natter that we've, we've, we're so into hobbies. Sometimes I worry that we're not going to have anything to talk we're about. We're so into stuff. Let's we're we're so into buying things and playing with toys. 
The second thing that we wanted to, that I wanted to talk you through, we have a Royal Jubilee picnic coming up. Yeah, for those that don't live in the UK, spoiler, we live in the UK. You probably picked up on the accents. Um, it's our, our Queen's been on the throne for 70 years now. Right, clarify this for me. The Jubilee celebrates her, this one celebrates her 70 years on the throne, is yes, that it? Yes, it's the 70th anniversary of a coronation, isn't it? Right. And the coronation is when they put the crown on her head. Yes. This is how uninto the royal family I am. I We're going to get know bundled things. up into the back of a Jaguar estate if we get this wrong, by the way, because they'll send the boys round. I'm Googling it. So Platinum yeah. Jubilee, 70 years of service. 52, wasn't it? Yeah, that makes sense then. Sorry. So we are having a local street party type thing where six of us have booked a table but it's just we've booked a picnic bench essentially yeah. and we're going to go and have a picnic but we're because it's like a celebration we're gonna have we're gonna have a big picnic now yeah, we've, we've handed this to you haven't we to i'm going to prep the food however in typical fashion i have done no prep and i don't even know what i'm i'm gonna build what, what i'm gonna make <laughs> we're, we're so, basically giving you a budget to spend a warhammer and then some coronation <laughs> chicken sandwiches from the co-op. Well, this so at the moment i'll read you um, we're, we're gonna make a list on on pb you're gonna help me plan the huh. savory foods okay yeah so let's start off sandwiches we need to start off with a strong base of sandwiches yeah cut into triangles because i'm not a savage yes this is an event yeah yeah, they need to be displayed. Yeah, yeah. So coronation chicken, obviously, it's. Do you know what? It does seem a little shady when you think about coronation chicken. It's a little colonial, but it's delicious. And it was it's the brilliant. wasn't that not the original recipe for the the queen's coronation? Oh, That's where it? coronation chicken comes oh, from. Oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. So right, yeah. coronation chicken is a must. Yeah, I'm going to make quite a lot of them. Yeah, uh, uh, if anyone who doesn't like them, we established that they will talk about this in a second. Oh my god, we've got some friends are friends. idiots. But some of them that I know listen to this. You're dumb. Yeah, you fucked up there, guys. But um, <laughs> if you fuck up with coronation chicken, first one I'm going to go with right. is this next flavour. Mm-hmm. It's another British classic. Yep, cheese and pickle. Yes. Okay, I won't be eating them because I don't really like pickle. Dumb. Really dumb. You're dumb. But I, I will put together... But I'm not going to go fancy. The cheese and pickle will be no, mature cheddar, cheddar and, and some Branson's. Branson pickle, yeah. that's all it needs to yeah. be. Don't get all craft beer with me about cheese and pickle. No, 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 no. Cathedral It'll City just and be... a bit of pickle. Yeah. We'll get you there. So we've got coronation chicken. We've got cheese and pickle. I feel like we need to do a, like, cucumber. Dumb. It, no, I feel like we have to have a cucumber sandwich. I'm going to need something to but wipe put, my hands on so after I put, I've had the nice sandwich. I put a bit of cheese in cucumber oh, sandwiches. Oh, so it just gets wet and tastes like damp mould too. No, it's so salad cream, a <sighs> bit of cheddar and some cucumber. Will you put these in a separate box because cucumber permeates everything it touches. No, I'm going to put them next to all the cheese and pickle ones. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have cucumber sandwiches, but I'm going to put a little bit of cheese in it to make it taste like something. But you have to have cute cucumber sandwiches. You've got to get some. You've got to put something on the floor to ham. wrap your feet on. A do do I mean ham and mustard? Uh well, see, Rue won't eat them then. And you married her. I know. Hmm. Hmm. I like you, but <laughs> I'm I'm seriously considering. Well, I could my... do I could do ham 
and so I could do ham and mayo and ham and mayo-y mustard. That's what I like to do with my oh, ham and mustard. Yeah, mix it I like to mix it yeah, together, make a smooth time. mustard. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's fine. That, that's so we'll do some on. ham and mayo. And what I'll do is they'll be on seeded bread. And then the ham and mustard with mayo will be on white bread. So it's a clear Smart. distinction. Yeah. And I will go standard ham in the one with mustard and smoked ham with just the ham and mayo so there's, there's some there's fucking no flavour there. trading it off as well. No. Like smoked ham and mustard. Yeah. You've done that already with the mustard. Yeah. Yeah, fair point. Well so made. smoked ham and mayo and then ham and mustard. So we've got coronation chicken, cheese and pickle, cucumber and cheese, smoked ham and mayo and ham and mustard. That seems like I'm not a doing pretty tuna good fish spread. No, no, that's dumb. Because it's disgusting. And anyone that eats it, I don't want on that table with you us. You don't want to be smelling tuna fish while you're enjoying any yeah. of the other flavours. And it will, it will, that really mm. will permeate. Yeah, yeah. So they're the sarnies. Yeah, happy with that. I think they're locked in. I would go, oh, chicken and cranberry. I can, yeah, I can see it. It's... I'm already going to be cooking chicken for the coronation. Oh, go on, do it then. Yeah. Yeah, chicken that's and cranberry. That's a good mix. Yeah. There's going to be something in there that you're going to like, unless you are really a bottom feeder. Yeah, if someone, yeah, if someone's being really picky about that, I'm just going to boot them off the table. I don't see what you get, what you're going for that isn't on that list, but you like, unless it's like jam sandwiches or something. Yeah, and we're, we're going to have puddings. Group. You don't need jam sandwiches. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Nutella. So they're they're the sandwiches. Now, the the bits, the other things, obviously. I'm going for some chicken satay sticks. They're not peanut satay. I was going to say, are... if you're making chicken satay... Oh, I'm going to buy them from yeah. Morrison's because they they're are not... so good. They're yeah. big and plump. The sat- if, if we've talked about this at length. If chicken satay doesn't have peanuts in it. It's the satay sauce yeah. that can be yeah. peanut-based. But these ones don't... I, I know for a fact they don't because whenever I go to Morrison's on the way home from work... I'll sneak a pack of four of them in and I just eat them. Why wouldn't they? They're large. They're right there. Yeah, I've had them. Pork pie. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not messing around. I might go for one of the ones that's more of a a log. Yeah. So you cut slices of uh, rectangular slices. You get more pork. Maybe with a lattice on top. Mm, Yeah, yeah. That's going to be controversial depending on who you talk to, but. I feel like it it makes a better ratio between meat and pastry. Because sometimes, especially with a rounded pork pie, you can get a mouthful of pastry. Yeah. And it's yeah. it's not it's, bad, but it's not great. Yeah, if you if you're not particularly into that bit. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'll hold with that. Uh what what's your thoughts on piccolo when we talk about accompaniments, things like pork pies and Oh, so I I just have English mustard, but I can that's take better. I can take piccolo there yeah. if that's gonna be required. Maybe take a jar of each. Yeah. Because I'm going English mustard. I'm going in. Uh, yeah. I might just take English mustard. Yeah, fine. Yeah, no one else. Everyone else. <laughs> no one so, else gets to say. But, but that's where I kind of drew my blanks. Uh, because that's where I'm finished. I'm fine at that point. What about like cheese and onion rolls? That kind of thing. You know, like the... It's like a, a sausage, like a sausage roll, roll. with cheese and onion. But cheese and onion. I don't think we need sausage rolls because... Pork pie, pork pie is high-end sausage roll. Yeah. Pork, sausage rolls, than if sausage they're coming out warm, Yeah. Great. They're yeah. going to be cold by the time they're there. Yeah. Even if you cook them as we're leaving. Yeah. Um, so, but like a cheese and onion log type thing is going to be more flavourful than a sausage roll. Yeah, and it might go down by... Because some of the group might not be as big on pork pie. They might want something that trades off a little bit. Well, yeah, Rue, Rue doesn't eat pork pie either. Fair. We've got mustard and pork pie. Uh, you're going to be in the doghouse. But is there any other like necessary thing? So you've got to be careful not to go 
too silly. Everyone does this when they do buffet. Yeah. You have like 400 kinds of like chicken Yeah, I'm not also cooking a pizza and, and taking pizza that. And and a, think, yeah. Uh, yeah, you're, you're making, you're going big on the sandwiches. Yeah. With a company. Maybe some variety to like crisp or something. Oh, crisps. My goodness. Yeah. Some like obviously. snack, some grabbables. Yeah. Yes. Some like uh, kettle chip type things. Yeah. And I'd probably be inclined not to be too close. Prawn cocktail feels like a particularly like jubilee-ish one. So prawn cocktail is my favourite flavour of crisps. It's the first thing I've ever actually felt like applauding it, you for. It's, it's underrated like mad. It's incredible because it doesn't taste like prawn. Ha- having, it, <laughs> having that as your favourite, you quickly learn that a lot of other people don't like it. Out of principle, I won't buy salt and vinegar because they're disgusting. No, but I'm thinking... fucked it up within like, if I go, like 10 sentences. If I go... For like a, a lightly salted, and because you don't enjoy the extra flavour of salt and <laughs> <laughs> oh, No, I'm not having salt and rank. I'll bring my own. Yeah, but no, because you're not sitting near me. I, you're not sitting near me if you're eating oh, salt and vinegar. It I, makes oh, me sick. Like, it makes me feel sick. Hold on, you almost puke when you eat peanut butter. I'm putting peanut butter in everything. Should we bring some milk for you to drink to calm your delicate tum tum down after you've eaten hot vinegar? You milk drinker. Oh Jesus! Salt and vinegar is fucking right. You are disgusting. Cold. Absolute ape monster. Salt and vinegar is like a staple. That's because you can't handle it. Salt and vinegar. Is what's left in the bag of a multi-pack. It's dumb. fucking rank. Really stinks. dumb. It stinks. It really stinks. Do you know what? The the people that eat salt and vinegar at school were always the kind of like the greasy, smelly kid. Well, that, what's it you moron? The layer of like cheese dust on Do everything. I, no, no. What's it's a, a high caliber oh, corn-based snack? I, I always forget just how like how much of a fairy you are with these kind of no no salt and vinegar is rank like it's it's gross your kryptonite is just like an accompaniment to most people salt and vinegar goes with tuna out of a can and mushrooms in no actually mushrooms are okay they're medium but salt and vinegar and tuna fish are just revolting Absolutely revolting. You're such a delicate flower. No, it's just... Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> right, crisps. Yeah, cr- <laughs> crisps are great. Crisps are kind of important. So we're going to have to have some crisps, but that's it, I think. I think the other stuff is just if there's something cool. If some, if you are shopping for the other bits and yeah. you see cool table snack, things you're not like, going to be dumb Things like uh, green grapes are always going to go well on the table. Uh, what, you are to, to throw at somebody when you want their attention. You're a fucking idiot. Grapes are grapes dumb. are brilliant. They're they, pointless. No, because if you have a green grape, you can then have an extra slice of pork pie because it's. If it's you have a green you. grape, then you can have something with flavour. I'm I'm writing green grapes down. No, they'll go great with the banana that people have to mush up for you because <laughs> your your delicate disposition Did can't you ever take. Used to have banana and sugar sandwiches. No, because I did when I was my, a kid. My parents. Didn't oh, are you hate scared me. of bananas? Aren't you? I just don't enjoy things that look like one of my dogs. I don't like banana and peanuts. I bet you. (laughs) You say banana and peanuts. (laughs) No peanuts. I don't like banana and peanuts. (laughs) Well, it's a weird flavour for a crisp. It's an unusual shape as well. It is. I think it's. um, I think we've locked in our main picnic choices. Feels that way. We can talk a bit about what pudding. 
that we'll need there. We'll talk about puddings during Pudding of the Week. Mm. And drinks, our friend is going to deal with that. So yeah, forget about that. it. That's dumb. They're getting, do you know what? It may be harder to prep the food, but carrying drinks for everyone. There's a lot more scope as well with drink for people to disagree. I think well, the I sandwich know, I, choices have been fair. I feel like if you get if you get some Pepsi Max and you get some squash and maybe you get some beer, if anyone kicks off, oh yeah, yeah, they're being done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If if, point, you, if you can't handle Pepsi Max, beer or squash, you can't handle vinegar. Fuck so. you. The chip shop must be a terrifying Fuck experience you. for you. Numbers of the beast. Welcome again to Numbers of the Beast Pudding Boys audience. This segment of the show, Naylor and I have a good long listen to a classic album and rank each song on it out of seven before averaging them out to create an album score and ranking them against the rest of that band's discography. Notice I could say the whole thing there. You've been doing your breathing exercises. No, well, I've, I just don't have COVID now. <laughs> right now, we are working our way through the vast catalogue of Megadeth, and this week, it's Rust in Peace. Rust in Peace. <laughs> Wait, that was not that. No, it's just Tony, Tony the Tiger just walked past your <laughs> first floor window. That was the worst. Megadeth. <laughs> Uh, that was a pretty bad Mufasa. <laughs> like, <laughs> junior Mufasa, teen Mufasa. <laughs> Holy Wars, dot, 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 the punishment due. Because he had to get a fucking ellipsis somewhere yeah. on the album. There was not enough punctuation during in this album title, so he's used it up There's here. another one in there, though, at the end with yeah. like, um, Do you know what? When you pointed out, it's really dumb. Yeah. He was younger and... Full of cocaine. I, I bet reading a letter from Megadeth was exhausting. <laughs> so, reading yeah. it out loud. <laughs> it's a lot it's of pausing. pausing. Holy Wars is a seven. It's it's a staple heavy metal song. It is a staple. Right, okay. Please don't ruin this. Okay. So I even before pressing play on the album. Was like okay, so holy words, holy holy words. <laughs> that sounds like the way you <laughs> So <laughs> holy words is a seven, is what I was thinking. And then I listened to it the first time. The first time I put it on was, was that just before we came on it. Because that's directly right. after last week's podcast. Me and Rue went out somewhere, and I was like, oh, let's put on the because I was I was so looking forward to putting the album. Let's put on the album, uh, and I'll start you know, doing my numbers of the beast now. And we put it on and I was, I was very aware that this was like the fourth or fifth time Rue had actually ever listened to Megadeth. And I just kind of, I, th- I don't know my exact words, but I literally said like, this is the Megadeth song. This is the best one. And it did not deliver. It doesn't <laughs> deliver on its promises. It's a bit too long. And it just doesn't go I think anywhere. The problem you've got with it, more than anything, and I get it because we talked about this when we did Iron Maiden. Yeah, it has got run to the hill syndrome. You have heard Holy Wars in so many contexts, and yeah. some of them will have. But it's you. not like the Trooper, where I, I am a bit sick of the Trooper. I, I don't really. I'll never put the Trooper on. It is boring. I've covered it in like two bands, and I've listened to it a million times. So I'll never put it on. If anyone ever asked me, though, yeah, Troopers are seven. Obviously, don't be dumb. Holy Wars is a five. You're completely right. Holy Wars is a seven, and that's only because the scale only goes to ten. It's got a, do you it's know what I think five. part of it is? 
You don't appreciate the musical nuances like no, what, I do. What a part you, of it is, you're dumb. You want no, him no, to no. spell it out for you. <laughs> and it goes nowhere. It goes nowhere. It, it doesn't have, like, the... It doesn't It doesn't go verse, chorus, verse, chorus, middle eight, solo, no, verse, it just goes, chorus. No, what it does is verse. Just, that's it. Oh, and hold it, on, it, hold on. I'm the one that's into Mastodon so much, and they are the kings of we're not doing vo- verse, chorus anymore. I don't understand how you don't love. I understand that you could be tired of this. I, but that's the thing. What I, what I feel like, I don't feel like I'm music. tired of Holy Wars. I just think that Holy Wars doesn't live up to this massive hype. There's better Megadeth. There's better Megadeth on this album. I disagree strongly. Dumb. Hang it. Well, well I've given it a five. You can't change it. It's got a five. <laughs> I quit. Trump, la 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 for you. Hangar 18. Hangar 18 is also a seven. It's a six. It's better than Holy Wars, but I d- it just didn't. It's not perfect. Oh, Seven's it perfect. is. Hang, Hangar 18, I, I, both these songs, actually. I'm never listening to Megadeth and not putting both of these on. I... They both go in. The only reason they probably won't be on the best off is I think these might have been the singles. I could be wrong. Hangar 18 definitely was. Oh, Holy Wars definitely is, yeah, because it's got the. It's like the. Have a the look. big music video. Yeah. Uh, singles, Holy Wars and Hangar 18. Yeah. That's the only reason I'd consider not putting these on my best of. If I put Megadeth on, I'd pretty much invariably start with Hangar 18. I would I would probably put Hangar 18 on, but I wouldn't put Holy Wars on the best of. I feel like I would have to, but... Uh, see, I use the whole not putting this... Like with the yeah. I made one, not putting the singles on to do that because I have heard I it too much. I just don't think Holy Wars lives up to the hype. It just doesn't. Bad at Things this. like Rattlehead do. They definitely do. So bad at this. You're dumb. Take There's No Prisoners. There's so much going on in Holy Wars. Take No Prisoners, I'll give it a five. I gave it a seven. I loved it. It's a really good thrash it's a, song. It's a it's an incredibly solid, like, stamp of of time like it it is perfect in its a couple of albums bubble. back I'd, or any other album i'd give it a seven for megadeth so it deserves a seven dumb but it doesn't <laughs> stack up to the two that came before it i, I think it's I'm, better i'm i think it's better that point, than the two i'm wishing that i could go back and listen to hangar 18 again no no i, I think techno prison is 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 quite fresh is do you know what techno prison is is the first few sips of a 7-Up before you regret buying a 7-Up. It's the refreshing bit, and then you're like, ah, but now it's boring. I've had my refreshing bit. It's the single grape between bites of pork pie. It's a refreshing blast. It's the bit that you're getting through to (laughs) enjoy the next bit. (laughs) It just made my point. (laughs) Fuck you. It's the single grape. No, because the single grape is a refreshing blast. The single grape is not the bit that you're... You know when you you go home to your folks' house and you're like, I had an amazing picnic the other day, and one bit there was a single grape (laughs) that I had. No, you're talking about the slamming pork pie from Melton Mowbray. You're talking about like the vintage cheddar in the summer. No, it's a single grape that made my day. Right, it's not always... I had some wicked napkins on which I rested my picnic. <laughs> Look, it's not always the great emperor that needs to be remembered. Sometimes it's the, the lowly servant that can change yeah, no, the course I, I of history. I love it when, when the guy that carried the chamber pots is the guy that the history <laughs> book is written about. Great one. God, five magics. <laughs> Uh, but I've mentioned it's a five. Yeah, fine. it's solid. Agree. It's, it's fine. It's a good song. There's yeah. some cool stuff it's going very on in good. it. It's as good as Holy Wars. Do you know what? I actually I found it more interesting than Holy Wars. 
Poison know, was the cure. You know how everyone in a past life is convinced they were like Napoleon or like <laughs> Nelson or that kind of thing? You were the guy that carried the chamber pot. <laughs> That's why you, you wrote the book about you were it. The chamber pot. <laughs> you still had to carry me around. I was more useful. Do you know they had a you to carry me to make sure. Speaking I got... of chamber pots, I was Weird outside <laughs> a tanner's house the other day, and they would do a lot with urine, wouldn't they? There's soap, leather, and urine. <laughs> and they what, went for work I or afterwards. I'm. I don't know if I because I didn't. I didn't have a tour guide. I was just kind of half head cannoning this, and. The so a tanner would sometimes acquire people's urine to yeah. to soak leather yes. in and stuff so you could work. That's where the phrase doesn't have a pot to piss in comes from. But is that also where are you taking the piss comes from? I think so. Because I, I hadn't checked. I think but like, it I is. just in my head I was like, I bet that's I where think that's it from. And the pot to piss in yeah. both refer to the practice of basically of selling collecting urine. the piss. Yeah. For the Tanner's house. So, well done. In a previous life, you were the guy that collected the piss for the Tanner to make useful things. <laughs> you were the guy. You that, were the piss. You were the guy that mistook it for cider. <laughs> and had a sip. You were the guy that had a sip and kept going. Great. <laughs> poison was a the sip cure. and then a chalk poison is the cure. This is the cure. We're, a, off, we're going off PC. It's a good four. I put it as a five. I actually, yeah. Yeah, it's good. good. Four. I, it's a good time. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not mad about that. I'm not mad about the four. Um, I would, if someone gave it a six, I'd question it. Yeah, I'd and question. if you gave it a three, you've obviously not listened to it. Yeah, you, if you gave you it a three, just you're, being, you're trying Wars. to be a fanny. Yeah, yeah. You, if you gave it a three, you've heard Holy Wars on Scuzz or Kerrang, <laughs> yeah. and that's the only one you know. Yeah, you just wanted that yeah. eight times. Tornado of Souls. You missed one. Oh, Lucretia. Yeah. Luc- I don't Lucretia? Know. Lucretia. <laughs> I think if you like, it was a four. It's What's fine. the what? Why? Why is I it think called it's a name? Is it not? Uh, it doesn't. Wikipedia. Is this not is the thing I've it. not done really with any of the Megadeth albums. Is sit read down about. and read the lyrics. I didn't read about Lucretia or I whatever. I did for almost every I Maiden didn't album. really care about that one. Like, I feel like this Megadeth numbers of the numbers of the beast is a lot more um, thrashy. Yeah, oh yeah, it's definitely more thrashy than I'm in. No, but it's a lot more kind of snap, snappy. Like, yeah. oh, I'm listening to it. That's what this is. That's what this is. Yeah, but Bruce wants you to write a dissertation on what he... He wants a tone I'm not overanalyzing myself. But in that similar vein, I'm way more confident with all my Megadeth numbers Even than I am. get them wrong. What did you give, Luke Reacher, by the way? Because that's what five. people hear. I'm not bad. I gave it a four. Yeah. It was, yeah, a high four. High four, low five. Tornado of Souls, please tell me you didn't fuck this up. I give it six. It's a seven. You're dumb. But Tornado of Souls... It's not perfect. Is, it is for a Megadeth song. Tornado of Souls is the solo. You know, if you ask somebody... Yes, yeah. If, when Kiko did his... I was watching some of his... The new guitarist, some of his YouTube videos. This is Marty Friedman, isn't it? This is Marty Friedman. Yeah. This is widely accepted as one of those solos that is just completely iconic yeah and i think maybe reason, i was a bit too harsh on it i i think well you listen to it from a different but, perspective we've just established that i'm two weeks back into guitar now so i know everything about yeah, guitar. It's, it's tornado of souls is re- yeah let's let's see should, should we revisit transylvania now that you're playing guitar again it's still fine it's, it's still i'm still, a, still not I'm still I, don't, I think it. i didn't give it high enough i think i gave it like a five but it you should have been tornado like, of souls high. dawn patrol it's a bit of a weird flex this 
Patrol. It's not Hell Patrol. And every time it comes, every time I see it on the track listing, I do the same thing. Yeah. I think, ah, oh, that man. Well, it's not. It's the base. Hell Patrol is really base. fucking cool. Yeah, Dawn Patrol. Now we had to have a discussion about this because first of all, do we? Is it a song? Because it's a minute fifty. And we've decided, yes, it is going to be rated and ranked and it's going to affect the album score, which... Badly. Yeah. I've not been... So Dawn Patrol is probably like a two because it's so boring. I've given it a three because it's so short. That's fine. Because it's not punishing. And I've... I kind of get treating it like a build-up to the next song. Yeah. Almost like a sort of an intro or... Yeah. Like when... I'm glad they did that and didn't... If someone called us out for it, yeah, I would take that. If someone said, "Oh no, you shouldn't have ranked that. That shouldn't be part of it," I'd be like, "Yeah, probably. I'm doing it, but you might be right on that." In the same way that the Final Frontier suffered for the long bit at the start, Mm. and the first one on the first Megadeth album. Wait, wasn't the yeah Final Frontier wasn't split, was it? Yeah. and the bit at the beginning of P cells. The first Megadeth album, uh, Last Rites. Oh no, I like that. Last Rites, dragged Love to Death. Oh, Love to Death was horrible as well. I'd say that was two. That was worse than Dawn Patrol. What did you give Dawn Patrol? Two. Yeah, I give it three. I'm skipping it every time. Yeah, it's gonna really slap this album. I know, but Rust in Peace is gonna make up for it. That is a big seven. That is the Megadeth song that I find myself singing more than anything else. I gave it a six. I, do you know the amount of times that I've done either? You know, like when you're drumming away on the table, yeah, or so. Whenever or, I do that, I do the trust by any chance. No, I whenever I'm table drumming, yeah, I end up doing do you know Aquatine Hunger Force? Yeah, Carl from Aquatine Hunger Force does a bit in one of the episodes, The Man That Lives Next Door, yeah, where he's trying to do an impression of the drummer from Fog Hat and he just goes dugga 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 that's all I do it's all I get stuck in my head Thanks I want to be the drummer from Fog Hat dugga 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 no it must have been at seven fine it's the bit I'm not, I, I I'm always not mad find about myself, it being like, you know, I think just, that's more of a seven than Holy Wars. If you're humming, if I'm humming, like you know, I always find myself with the like, I part the sea like a god, discharge me. You know, like that is fun. The Dave, it's really Dave. I think my my Megadeth is coming next. Yeah, it's you like the pop rock Megadeth. I like radio Megadeth. Yeah, you like use the man. Yeah, I do actually. <sighs> I seen a man using needle. Wow. Better version is better. What what was your total score? My t- wait, is use the man a cover? No. Oh, okay. So Just- their version is better than yours. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, go on. <laughs> well, yeah. I would hope so. <laughs> their recorded version by professional musicians is better than a fat man straining his vocal cords. Hey, we recorded that fat man straining his vocal cords. <laughs> we did a good time. Uh, forty-eight total. 49. Oh, balanced out, all right. Balanced then. out, fine. Because you were a wuss about taking their prisoners. And. No, you just got that one wrong. You did. <laughs> what was your total score then? Uh, no. What was your average? 544. 544 minus 5533, five, obviously. I'm happy with that. I am, but I don't know how that's going to stack up. It's going to be really close to P uh, Cells. It is going to be really close. Would you... Oh! P-Cells is a song shorter, isn't it? That's an eight. Yeah. 
that's going to help it because the ninth song on this is Dawn Patrol. Th- this is quite... Go on. So it's number one. It is beaten P-Cells. Good. P-Cells was 10.63. Yeah. And Rust in Peace is 10.77. It's very close, which which it should be. Personally, I'd be interested in looking back. I've, I haven't got the file with me. I want to know what I gave P-Cells because I feel like I preferred P-Cells. I, this has got probably my four big Megadeth songs. Mm. So apart from Wake Up Dad off P-Cells, the Holy Wars, Hangar 18, Tornado and Rust in Peace. Mm. If I'm having a Megadeth day, they're the first four that are probably going on. This is a very solid album. Dawn Patrol has really fucked it up for it. I think it's still going to come out on top. I'm going to put that on record right now. You think it's coming out on top for the whole thing? I think this thing. is their Brave New World. They it's, just it's not, not, their brave not new making world. it perfect yeah, in every way. so far away from 14. <laughs> the, uh, uh, no, no. Because <gasps> you better not ruin I'm Countdown. I'm Countdown to Extinction down. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just because you didn't understand Tornado <laughs> If you fancy listening along at home and making your own uninformed judgments... Next week's Numbers of the Beast will be Countdown to Extinction! And if you want to pull a blur, well, you can listen to that well, album immediately well. before you listen to The Pudding Boys, and then you'll get the authentic experience. <laughs> I fucking love Countdown to Extinction. I could I could do my list now. I know that album so well, I could two, just three, do that. Two, three, two, four, two, ah, blah, 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 blah. Pudding of the Week. Welcome back, fellows. It is I, Thomas Lethbridge, and I am once again here to bring you Pudding of the Week, the segment of the show where we learn a little bit about a delicious dessert from around the globe, and Naylor ranks it on a scale of his choosing. This week's pudding is trifle. Hmm. Do you know what? You obviously needed the whatever spa break it was that you were on recently that I gather from second-hand information. Um, That's a solid choice. Trifle is a layered dessert found in British and other cuisines, made with a thin layer of sponge fingers, commonly soaked in sherry or other fortified wine, custard and a fruit element, fresh or jelly. The contents of a trifle are highly variable and many varieties exist. Some... Stupid trifles, foregoing fruit entirely and instead using other ingredients such as chocolate, coffee, or vanilla. That's that a tiramisu. Not, is that not a tiramisu, a chocolate mousse, or a cheesecake? It is. The earliest use of the name trifle was in a recipe for a thick cream flavoured with sugar, ginger, and rose water. Hmm. In Thomas Dawson's 1585 Book of English Cookery, Trifle evolved from a similar dessert known as a fool. So the the oh, linkage is there. The that's two why names, it's Chris's favourite pudding. The two names <laughs> were used interchangeably. However, jelly is first recorded as part of the recipe in later editions of Hannah Glass's 18th century book, The Art of Cookery, a very important historical cookbook. In her recipe, she instructed using hartshorn or bones of calf's feet as the base ingredient. Mm. 
Gelatin. It's probably why it appeals to you so much. Yeah, I do wonder about the lady fingers, actually, whether yours are made of sponge or... Uh, ladies' fingers. The ladies of Whitechapel. I enjoy a good hoof. Anyway, I'm just going to... You've got been a, a sprightly pair of them, actually. I've been locked away for so long. It's been so long since I've been able to sample some of Blaw's squash. Let me just get it out of that's what's keeping the listeners in. That's what they're coming for. Speaking of gelatinous, by the way, what came back there looks like it's mostly hoof. Farewell, boys! He seems well. Tom. Well, he is sprightly and well. Glistening, I think, he, is the... It's term. very funny. He, he almost sounds like me a bit this week, and he sounded so much like you last he also, week. He sounded a little bit like he'd had COVID last week. He did. And this yeah. week, he sounds much better. Almost when like we had COVID. Yeah. It is very bizarre. He does spend a lot of time manifesting to us, so... Yeah, well, he works in very mysterious ways, does Thomas Lethbridge. So we've got trifle. We've got Thomas came to me in a dream the other day, mm-hmm. and he said that I, you know, he was still a little bit, you know, preoccupied, so he hadn't had time to make this from scratch. Okay. So I think he's bought this from a, uh, a local chain. Oh, I can oh, see, yeah. Regional chain. He's left it in packaging. I yeah, can see yeah. that Thomas he, has bought this from the co-op. He also said um, that he went to buy the big one. Yeah. Oh, steel. You know, well, you expect there to be whatever. a big one. Yeah. You know, you, I think you know, steel. He's going to steal them. You're picturing it. It's the size of a serving bowl. It serves six people on the label, four people in the real world. Yeah. Me. Apparently, to, to be honest, two can smash it. One, if they're having a rough day. Yeah, Sarah, one if it's Sarah Millican having a bad day. <laughs> do you know, he said that the big one they do at the minute is the chocolate one. Now, I'm not going to lie, I'm going to get one on the way home. I'm mm. going to eat it all myself in the car before I get yeah. there. But oh, these, he went for the uh, the more traditional bent. Now, that I, I know there aren't any lady fingers in there, here. No, there is. They've just is put it, it oh. in the incorrect positioning. Oh, hang on. So the co-op has put jelly, yeah. then lady fingers, then custard. No, it's fine. It's not soaking. It's a very up. good trifle. It's not soaking it up. At There's the no alcohol though. Well, it's, it's he, he said these were about a pound in the co-op. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I would imagine their sherry budget isn't huge. I am having a good time with it. Mm. Now the reason why we're doing trifle is because, as we mentioned previously, the Queen's Jubilee pudding is a, a trifle of sorts, like an amaretti, limoncello, mandarin jelly trifle. It's and a big time. I am going to make sure we have that for our Jubilee picnic. It's got to be there. I'm really excited about it. Like the only thing is, some of our friends in our WhatsApp group that were naysaying trifle will be there. Some of our were friends in our <laughs> WhatsApp group. Yeah, we're going to put up with them for that picnic and then never talk to them again. <laughs> we're going to. We said we'd decry them on the air. We're going to decry them on the air. Yeah, this but as, as we don't have that limoncello fancy trifle yet, I thought let's do a normal trifle, a standard trifle. Well, the contrast going to be important here because this. I mean, this one. Oh wait, Thomas this, thought we yeah, could do yeah. a normal trifle, Thomas, not me. Thomas took over your mind mm-hmm. and made you think. Yeah. This one's got Swiss rolls in it, like whole Swiss rolls yeah. in the bottom of that. It's going to be a fun time. I need to know which supermarket's going to create it or how I'm I going to try and make, make it. it. You reckon? Mm. I would have thought I would have seen them in supermarkets like a week Fort after Mason, it was announced. We go. Mm. But like, I just expected it to be there. I'm really surprised that M&S haven't like, bought their eyes to this because it feels very M&S-y. Yeah. Prep time over two hours, cooking time 30 minutes to an hour, apparently. So I'm looking at the BBC version. See, of that no, right, I looked at the BBC one. 
they want you to like fucking make your own jelly and shit. No, um, you make your own lemon. Oh, you... I'm gonna buy some Swiss rolls. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm gonna... You're gonna buy some lemon curd. Buy There's some amaretti custard. biscuits as well in there. Amaretti biscuits. Yeah. I... And then yeah, the BBC one's like, this is how you make them. Chunky mandarin oh, cooler. I'll tell you how you make them. You go to the shop. <laughs> you buy. And you buy some. And you exchange money for goods and services. I had a really good time with that trifle. For the jeweled chocolate bar, basically you're gonna get a flake and you're gonna smash it up in the. Yeah, I'm gonna put some Milky Way bar. Not Milky Way. Uh, Milky bar. Because white chocolate's the best chocolate. Fucking ape-like idiot. Sometimes as I long do you wonder. don't ruin it by putting. I know the co-op didn't ruin theirs by putting banana on top of it. That's what was missing. But you can't put a banana in anything you want to taste nice. No, you can't slice banana up and put it on top. It'll go brown. Mm. But I, I think you should have bananas in your custard layer. That's dumb. That's, you're dumb. That's really dumb. You're a dummy. That, cause you're a then, big dummy. You're, you're a big dummy. Dum dum. You're gonna get dumb dumb. You're going to get dummy custardy dumb. hands when you're putting that banana in the bin unless you suck the custard off <laughs> oh, and spit the you banana go in into... with your fucking paws mm. trying to pick out the bananas. I am. In... I don't want my tribe with, with, with custard dribbling down your chin like the kid that needed wiping. <laughs> oh, the kid that God. needed wiping you probably had milk like, drinking banana sandwiches. Bogey picking. You can't handle vinegar. Jelly vinegar boy. is an adult choice. Ah... Uh, that kid that was so pasty, you could see their bones through their wet skin. Man. Clammy. Just the clammy I, kid. You were the kind of kid that could he'd only eat banana sandwiches. Like, he was that... <laughs> he, he wouldn't eat his teeth. He went no, they were his a treat. His they mom, were a treat. His mum made him some turkey dinosaurs and, like, some chips and peas. Dumb. And he was like, no, nah, I can only have banana sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> you can see him pushing his, like... Taped together. Wait, you're the one with the giant glasses. I'm wearing contact lenses, you ape. Do you know what? I'm not because I don't need them. I have perfect vision from all the bananas that I ate as a child. Do you know? I'm ashamed. (laughs) I thought you were saying, do you know what? I'm done. Push the mic aside and walk out. You know, if I could move quickly enough, I would. But I need to digest that trifle. I need so to I might save as well that. stay here. I'm gonna I've still got some squash left as well, so mm. So what was your scale this week? <sighs> Do you know what? I'm... <laughs> I'm so mad. I'm right. Do you know what? Let's go for a theme. Let's put this on the um Is on the Jubilees. On the Jubilees, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, do you know what actually? Let's put this in terms of monarchs on the throne. Oh yeah. That's a good scale. So I'm going to Google that as we talk because despite being a, you know... Despite being uh, married to a staunch royalist. And having a master's in history. Mm. Um, that's not bollocks, by the way, Pudding Boys. I actually do have a master's, but, you know... I didn't know you did a master's. We we were friends for the whole time. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, I just don't no. remember the master's bit. Was that when I was doing... No. <laughs> yeah, you know, no, no, he was still doing something. Still uni-ish. pottering around. We were still. Yes. I had a four-year course. Yes. <laughs> yes. So yeah. that's why we finished at the same time. Yes, you were messing about with computers. Yeah. <laughs> Sutting. Um. <laughs> Just the giggle, Sutty. Oh, Sutty, you fucking scamp. Sutty. Yeah, let's go in on Sutty. But then we'll start buying Sutty stuff. <laughs> 
I nearly bought the video oh, because God. I remembered Learn to Read with Sutty. Oh, God. I don't even have a VHS player, but I wanted the collection. I do somewhere. Messing about with boats. Da 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 da. Burglar oh. box, Cohen, Sutty. <laughs> when we went That's to that thing, one. you know, where we got really excited about, excitable about Sutty, yeah. I went home steaming drunk and watched a lot of Sutty videos. <laughs> H has got a video of me sat on, was the, that a on the sofa. Was that the wedding? It was either the wedding or... No, was it the charity thing? Oh, uh, yeah, it I was. I sat giggling away to myself watching them messing about with, with boats. boats. Da, 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 da. So, monarchs. Monarchs. Um, monarchs, bollocks. Yeah, um, Who have we got? Pick me some highlights. Okay, so let's go for... We've got some nice short ones like Edward the Eighth, 327 days before he jumped ship. That was the um, the is it Mrs Simpson or something the American woman that's the one married to Homer. Hmm. Well, apparently <gasps> Edward the Eight was knocking her out of Marge, <laughs> um, which then got us on to George the Sixth. Is George the Sixth the Blackadder George? No, no that was a long time. Yeah. George Sixth is the is he not the King's Speech? Oh right, okay. I've, so I've, which George is Blackadder George for? Uh, we're going. Yeah, we're going back to George the Fourth. Would be, yeah, no, George the Fourth would be Blackadder, wouldn't it? Because George the Fifth was, um, he died. Thirty-six. He died to bring Edward the Eighth onto the throne. Yeah. Um. Which went well. So we're not putting trifle down there. No. If we're if we're doing this in terms of like impact and time on the throne. It doesn't quite feel like a Liz. It's not the biggest, longest-serving boy. This lemon one, actually, if it's good, might be. This lemon one could be a revelation. This lemon one could be. This could be the lemon one. Could be one of the monarchs that changed the course of history. Mm. It could be a real big king or queen. I feel like Trifle kind of did anyway. Like, Trifle is a fairly definitive cold pudding. For it's, those, we, we had this argument in the group. Yeah. Warm puddings don't count. Warm pudding, you can get really big with warm puddings. Yeah. yeah. We're not going there. But, but trifle, cold pudding. I would, I would put down as one of the best cold puddings. It's a seven if we're talking cold puddings. Yeah. It's not a seven in pudding. It might be a five or a six. Yeah. But it's a cold pudding. It's a seven. Mm-hmm. I'm, do you know what? I'm I'm gonna slap. I know who I think it is. You going Victoria? No. Oh, yeah, that's better. That's better. No, do you know what? I, you know what I was going with trifle. I was going so Henry Tudor. Oh, Henry. Hem- bit wait, messy. Which, which Henry? <laughs> oh God, yeah, Henry the Eighth. I was going. Oh, I was yeah, going. It's I was a big going boy a big having boy, a good time. Big jelly boy. <laughs> Having a great time getting fat. Do you know what? We've broken with tradition already on uh, Pudding of the Week. We're going to break with it again. We're going to let Blore actually rank it on oh, my scale yes. because it's earned it. Yeah, it's Henry Tudor. It's a big boy it's having a big heads. time. It's having a salt. It's shagging six yeah. different wives and when they don't yeah. give it what it wants. Yeah. It's just chopped eight. No, yeah, six wives. He was eighth. Yeah. Good times. He ate six History. wives. History. <laughs> Primary school. <laughs> oh, I think that's going to take us to the end. That's gonna that's gonna round it's us gonna off. It's gonna take us up to the Jubilee Bank holiday because if you're listening to this, oh yeah, we're breaking up today. Oh yeah, we're so, not, we're we're staying together for life. But oh yeah, we're stuck. We're stuck here, unfortunately, <laughs> with Thomas and each other. Uh, but we are gonna do. I don't think we'll have the Jubilee pudding on Pudding Boys. We're gonna eat that 
and to- tell you about it, yeah. And we'll just we'll bring that back in. We will still have a normal pudding because hmm. otherwise, what are we going to do with our time? But we'll uh... yeah, we're not dragging a Megadeth old melt for half an hour. <laughs> <Yeah>. They didn't. <laughs> but where can people find the Pudding Boys? We are available on YouTube on the channel Pudding Boys. Please subscribe and leave us a comment. We can also be found on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts. Remember to subscribe, follow, auto-download, whatever it's called on your platform, so you don't miss an episode. Also, if it's an option on your platform of choice, please feel free to leave a glowing review. We are also on Instagram and Facebook, which is a fun place to check out the sometimes quite strange piece of artwork I create for every episode i'm gonna make a trifle themed picture for this week can be the eighth as a trifle yeah I don't know so how if you've not seen is. it already if you've not seen it already go on to instagram and look for a picture that's most likely going to be a silhouette of henry the eighth with trifle layers <laughs> and i'm just going to throw that out no explanation i'm just going to throw that image out into the world yeah. <laughs> and let the world witness my majesty welcome to us yeah. Bye. Ba da ba ba da ba ba.